0: Good morning. Welcome to the Hey Ref Podcast. This is Fred Johnson. Today is Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Congratulations to all those teams who are still playing. We are down to the final four in each of the classification in the North and the South, which puts us at the Sweet 16. After this weekend, boys and girls will play. Girls will play on Friday boys will play on Saturday. That would put us down to the Elite Eight. This weekend games are still being played at the home site. We will move to a neutral location next week, which will be Northeast, Itawamba, and Mississippi Valley. The Itawamba teams will be class 1A and 3A will play their games at Itawamba. The Northeast at Northeast, the 2A and 4A. Will play their games and then 5, 6, and 7A, all those games will be at Mississippi Valley. The quarterfinals will start Wednesday, February 21st. So, teams, after this weekend, you'll have a couple of days to get some rest and to get a few practice in. And then after that week, the semifinals and the finals will be played at the big house, and those games will start on February 26th. I'll be giving you an update each Monday. Wednesday, and Friday, maybe a little bit more frequency, depending on uh, what the situation is, you can tune in to the Hey Real Podcast. i will be posting a podcast on Apple, sending out emails to all the officials and some coaches. I definitely will be on Facebook as well as X, which is formerly Twitter. So you'll definitely be able to listen to the podcast. I don't have the information. If you'll shoot me a text and send me, your email address and i'll definitely add you to my list of those people who this email goes directly to here are some reminders for officials coaches and game managers first of all i need the referee of each particular crew to contact their crew members to make sure everyone is well informed if you can possibly travel together that'd be a great thing but i understand please try to get there at the same time enter the school together leave together if you can uh, get there as early so you might want to communicate with the school uh, to talk about any designated parking area uh, all you have to do is call the school and ask for uh, information concerning the basketball game they'll definitely put you in touch with the AD or someone at the school that can answer your particular question so make sure and then whatever information you get share that information with your crew Everything should be done as a team from this point on, including entering the floor together, leaving the floor together at halftime, leaving the floor together at the end of the game, and then also leaving the gym together. I think if we can do that, it really sends message that we are a team just as well as everyone else. If you have a conversation uh, any time during the course of the game, you also want to do that as a crew. Uh, we don't want people to say, he said this or she said that especially uh, at halftime, when there's a situation sometime you will see a coach want to have some conversation with one of the officials uh, at, before the half start. You'll see them coming toward the coach. If you notice that, then we need the whole crew to be involved with that conversation. It may be an issue that happened at the end of the game. maybe something they requested that we uh, pay special attention to, but everybody needs to know that. We don't need to have a situation where one coach thinks they're getting an advantage by talking to the referees or the official after the game. But please don't hang around after the game is over unless you have an administrative issue that related to the score or something uh, have you. Don't uh, subject yourself to any uh, undue criticism from coaches or fans so you can just definitely get to the dressing room. That's why we ask that you make sure that you talk with the coaches and you talk with the game managers that you have free access to get to the dressing room without being uh delayed because a lot of times that's when a lot of the issues start so take care of that prior to the game take care of do- doing pregame. take care of that at any point uh, that you can when you have your pre-game meeting with the coaches and administrator make sure you ask them to turn the music down so you can have a conversation so the coaches can hear uh, the instructions there are separate things you definitely want to address, you want to address uh, maybe the crowd. You know, you have to observe the, the game and see what the intensity of the game is going to be like. If it's going to be a packed house, then we may have some different instructions uh, for our game managers as it relates to the crowd. Because we need free uh, access, a free a way to get in and a way to get out. Uh, especially during halftime and make sure that security is there uh, to assist you. So we want to have those conversations. So a great observation of the environment prior to the start of the game would definitely be a good thing to do. And then you're going to have those courts that don't have any barriers. When you have those type facilities and you go to a gym, uh, don't have any barriers on that front row, you may want to address uh, with the game manager uh, what, you know, the crowd, the fans can do uh, when there's a exciting play or there's a call on the court that they don't disagree with. They need to be observant of that. You know, fans uh, don't need to be getting up and heading toward the court. Especially in a situation like that, because one of the things could happen if there happened to be something happening on the court, we don't need fans running out there uh, getting involved with it. If you can move the chairs back on the coach on the side where the benches are, uh, sometimes coaches will move those chairs out. There may be a little space uh, behind there. If you can move those back, make sure you take a look at that and get the game manager to assist you on that. We also need to make sure that we are at our designated area. Uh, Doing timeout at the spot where we are required to be as related to officials that way you don't have to fraternize with coaches you won't fraternize with fans uh because during the game we don't really need to have any conversation uh, that we uh with coaches everything as we always have said needs to come directly through the captain so let's be at our designated spot uh, during the course of the game don't be hesitant to have frequent discussion during the course of the game, especially when there are situations that you need to talk about because uh, you may have to designate some responsibility, especially when you're talking about the last second shot uh, at the beginning, at the end of the half or at the end of the game, uh, especially when there's situations situation involved, time on the clock, those particular things. And you designate the responsibility. One official covers the play, one official has the shot, and one official always has the coach. To question a timeout, that's one of the reasons why we need to use good high school mechanics. Get your hand up when you stop the clock, because if the crowd is so loud that I can't hear your whistle, at least I can see your arm go up. And then when I see that happen, or if an official, off official see that happen, then make special attention to the clock because that's going to be really really important of the amount of time that you left that you see on the clock. And as official has the authority to add time. You know, sometimes we can use our count. There's several ways we can add time to the clock. Don't just arbitrarily add time because people are going to tell you more than what it actually was. So, as an official, somebody needs to see what the time is on the clock. And a lot of times, if you're the one that covering the play, it's going to be difficult for you because there are a lot of action that happen after the play that you may need to be observing. You can't take your eyes off of that. And then take a look at the clock so that's why we have three of referees out there and somebody need to designate that it's always good to make sure that we designate that uh sometime during a timeout or sometime when we can get together have a conversation with your official score that's something that's very very important for you to do uh, we don't assume that they know everything make sure that they understand the file count count rule when they get to five obviously there's some school boards that still are not equipped to have the five up there at least some clock operator may not know how to put them up there. So you want to be well informed when you get to that fifth file. The visiting score has a right to sit at the scores table. Home management should do what they can to make sure that's available. If they choose not to sit at this official score and sit on their bench, then we're really not going to pay attention to the visiting book. Now, if they're sitting at the table, then we want them to verify. It's least at the end of every quarter that everything is correct. The score, the number of fouls, who has possession—all those things need to definitely be verified. A referee, the designated referee, can be designated. It can be uh, R one or it could be who R one designate, or whoever's close to the clock. Somebody need to go to the scores table at the end of each quarter to make sure they are green and everything is okay. We don't want to wait to get to the end of the game and have to deal with a situation. They should be held during the course of the game. The official score must have on the official shirt. Uh, do what you can to make sure they get that. Need to be a person that we can directly go directly to and make sure if we have those things taken care of, you won't believe how much that will uh, help us finish our game uh, and have no issues. We also need an error at the scores table. You know, some coaches or some teams still want to use the clock. It's really confusing. So whatever we need to do to get an error at the table, let's get one. Whether it's homemade, whether it's electronic, whatever the case may be, then we can definitely, it definitely facilitates our game because a lot of time during the course of action, coaches call plays uh based on or they be aggressive based on what that error is. And with all that being said, I'm sure there's a lot of other things as officials that you're gonna encounter through the course of the game. Uh I just suggest you be approachable and not be so quick to call technical fouls on coaches or players. Do, one, as much as you possibly can, as long as you don't mess with, destroy the integrity of the game. We're not going to let coaches do what they want to. We're not going to let them run up and down the court, but we're definitely going to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do. We have coaches that may be out of the coaches box. We're definitely going to get over there. We're not going to stop the game. Run over there and say, coach, get in your box. We're not going to do that. Make sure you do a lot of pregame uh, stuff that can definitely prevent things from happening throughout the course of the game. If you have kids that are uh, playing around the rim, doing warm up, make sure you go over to them and say, "Hey, if you dunk during the course of the warm up, the coach gonna have to sit, and you may not want to be in that kind of situation." Don't let it just happen and everybody be surprised. Let's make sure kids understand. We we know the coaches should have already told them all this prior to the course of the season. It may have happened during the course of the season. We can't factor that in. We just want to make sure tonight. This is what we're going to be doing tonight, and make sure everybody is on the same page. So, if you have injection, hopefully we don't have any injection. But these kids, sometimes they may play in another sport. You still need to file the paperwork uh, with Dragonfly. Go on Dragonfly under documents. Fill out an injection report. Hopefully we won't have any. But if we do, you still definitely need to fill out that report. And if anybody fan or or is ejected from the game as we've said before play uh will not continue until that situation has been resolved we don't want to be looking over our shoulder at a fan that uh, will not leave or don't want to leave and you have situations sometimes when a fan because of their relationship to the school will tell you they don't want to leave well if that's the case then we're not going to play until game management take care of the situation and so they there's no option. If a fan, if you request a fan to leave, that fan must leave before we continue. And if that doesn't happen, you know, call timeout or take a break. Give one of us a call, either me or Greg Freeman, and then definitely we'll talk with administration and we'll get that situation resolved. With all that being said, now here we go with the matchups for this weekend. These games will be played Friday and Saturday. First game we'll have – other girls game friday smithfield will be at baldwin these all these games will be played at six o'clock unless otherwise uh, determined Now, i think there are still some teams that may because of traveling distance may be requested that their game may be played a little bit earlier but all those will be posted and if there's a case i will update uh, the officials especially in coaches uh, F team game times have been changed, but this is for you know you can give this information out to the public. Make sure uh, your fans know what's going on. Smithville at Baldwin at six o'clock, Pine Grove is at Blue Mountain Friday at six o'clock, Oklahoma will visit Hickory Flat, and then Biggersville takes on West Union, uh in our two A division girls game, Union is at New Site, Calhoun City visit Charleston. Walnut is at Ingemar, and East Union travels down to Philadelphia. In our 3A division, East Webster takes on Boonville at Boonville. North Panola will travel down to Yazoo County. Alcorn Central is at Independence, and Belmont takes on Choctaw Central. Those are 3A games. In the 4A class, North Ponotoc is at Tish County. Lake Central visit. Louisville, Houston takes on South Puntautaw, and Ittawamba will be at Choctaw Central. This also starts the 5A division. 5A did not play on Monday night. This is their first round uh, in the north half. So start out Greenville. It will visit West Point. New Hope is at Clinton. The Fed County visit Holmes Central and Gentry County will come in to Pontifak in our class 5A five, five division. I'm sorry, I thought I said 4A, but it is 5A. In the 6A division, Ridgeland is at South Panola. Grenada travels down to Callaway. Sunny Hill will host Neshoba Central. And Vicksburg will be at Ali Branch. And then in our 6A girl 7A girls division, big top division, the new division they started this year, Stockford at Hernando. Oxford travels to Tupelo. DeSoto Central goes down to Germantown. And Madison Central comes up to Lewisburg. Those are our girls games being played on Friday night. And again, all these games are at the host school. The last opportunity they'll get to see your team play. So definitely go out and watch them play. On Saturday, Saturday game. These are the boys' uh, playoff games. Oklahoma is at Biggersville, Pine Grove at Pos Camp, Coffeeville takes on H.W. Byers, Baldwin travels down to West Union. Boys 1A Division, Boys 2A, Sebastopol goes to New Site, City is at Northside, Riverside at Ingemar, in East Union. We'll go down to Philadelphia. Those are two teams there. They may end up playing those games on the same day. We don't know, but East Union plays Philadelphia in the girls and also the boys. And if that is the okay, case, we definitely will inform you what the deal is with that. And the boys, 3A division. East Western is at Boonesville. North Panola at Amanda Elsey. And Thomas E. Edward at Cahoma County and. Thomas E. Edward, I was trying to figure out who that team is, but that's actually uh, Ruhrville. And his name is Thomas E. now, but it's actually Ruhrville. And Alcorn Central will visit Choctaw County. And the boys 4A class, West Lauderdale visit Amory. South Pontotoc is at Greenwood. Esco travels up to New Albany. And Itawamba will host, I'm sorry, Choctaw Central will host Itawamba. Gentry in the 5A class. Gentry travels down to New Hope. Ponacock is at Yazoo County. The Fed County goes down to across to Central, Cleveland Central, and Ken is at Clarksdale. And boys 6A division. Columbus at Ollie Branch. Lake Camarant visit Lewisburg. Grenada is at Ridgeland, and Callaway takes on City Hill. Finally, 7A Division, Germantown at Lewisburg. Oxford is at Stockville. South Haven at Madison Central. And Clint is at Horn Lake. Just to reiterate how why these teams are the host team, number one, they are a higher seed this year when you get to uh, this level of the team that's the higher seed will host this is a great opportunity it's almost like the final four now that college basketball we are getting down uh to the edge to the end of the uh regular season and uh, a lot of teams are excited about being here we are excited as referees as well about being uh there our goal is to get the best quality people we have for every game and that's one of the things that we definitely try to do officials earn their spot as well as teams have earned their spot. And we hope that those you see at this level are officials who really have done what they're required to do throughout the course of the season. These people, you know, we're going to not go and with everything that uh, they call, but at the same time, they've worked hard. They've attended camp. They've studied the rules. They've taken the tests. These are people that really know what's going on. Now, will they go out there and implement it on the court? We definitely hope so. Consistency is what we ask for. Uh, coach is coach based on the consistency of the official whereas coaches to, you know, let those guys do their job. Now, if you let them do their job, then for the most part you'll find that they'll do a pretty good job again, this is Fred Johnson on Hey ref. Uh, our podcast has been made available to the public. We definitely hope you get, have an opportunity to listen. And as we move forward, you'll hear more about uh, what's going on with the Hey ref campaign and hopefully we can educate and get young people involved in the advocation of officiating. Again, I really appreciate your time. If you can pass this on to uh, some other people who may not be available to uh, our uh, link, but if you pass it on, I definitely would appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Hey Riff Podcast. This is Fred Johnson, goodbye.